I've always known since the 2020 election that the election itself, the presidential election, was stolen. There's never been a doubt in my mind. And there's been plenty of evidence to back that up, not just the results, which were inexplicable at the time. I mean, we were looking at every single indicator pointing to Trump winning, not just winning, but winning in the landslide. We were looking at odd, odd ballot dumps that were happening in the wee hours of the morning. We were seeing these dumps being done outside of the view of people who were supposed to be watching intentionally done outside of the view. We've seen video evidence of massive voter fraud, and this is before the release of 2,000 mules. We've seen with our own eyes, and we've also seen what other people have talked about, such as through the more than 1,000 affidavits that, that point to a massive widespread conspiracy to steal the 2020 election. All of these things were, were great evidences that pointed to the fact that it was stolen. But I would think that there's something that, that a lot of people don't talk about that is not only, to me, very, very clear evidence, but that persists today. And that's the cover-up aspect of it. Okay, The sheer fact that corporate media gaslit us so hard. They, they basically used what's called begging the question. It's a logical fallacy. No, there's, you know, when people say, oh, it begs the question this, it begs the question that, technically speaking, they're using that phrase wrong. In logic, the term begging the question is, is very similar to circular reasoning. It's where you take the, the conclusion that you want and you use that as the evidence to try to prove the conclusion you want. In other words, it's like saying, you know, there was definitely no voter fraud because according to all the reports, there was no voter fraud. Well, here's a report of voter fraud, sir. Well, no, that's not voter fraud. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, well, it's not enough. There was no voter fraud. Voter fraud did not steal the election. This was the safest, most secure election of all time. That's what they kept telling us, hammering us with that message. And it worked. I mean, let's face it. You know, as much as I'd like to say no, conservatives and patriots and Republicans and everybody else, we were too smart for them. We were able to, to see through their lies. No, the vast majority did not. I would say that most... Most Republicans have at this point given up. Even with the release of 2,000 mules, they're still not willing to, to go that far, go down that road, get called a conspiracy theorist, get called an election results denier. There's, it's, they know how to play us, folks. The left, they know how to play us. And when I say the left, I'm not just talking about Democrats running for office. I'm talking about corporate media. I'm talking about big tech. I'm talking about uh, uh, foreign, foreign forces that are arrayed against us. Foreign forces that participated, in my humble opinion, and also in the opinion of Mike Lindell and, and many others, who believe that foreign forces participated in the theft of this election. This was a worldwide, this was a global event. They pulled out all stops. Okay, They hit us hard, and they had to. And we're starting to see why. I mean, if you're paying attention to what's happening in the country and what's happening in the rest of the world, it's very clear. They needed Trump out of the way. They needed him gone. They needed Build Back Better Joe Biden to be pushing the Great Reset, to be pushing the pandemic treaty, to be driving Western society into the ground, to be tanking our economy. I've said this before and I'll say it again. My, my good friend Ira over at OurGoldGuy.com, which by the way, they're a sponsor and I recommend them, but Ira not, is more than just a sponsor. He's a friend and we were talking one day and he told me, he said, look, you know, you have to 
you have to try really hard. You have to be actually pretty competent and smart in order to get every, every answer on a multiple test question wrong. So it's not like, you know, you go through and you just try to rush through and you push, you, you fill in CB, 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 CB. You're going to get some right just by accident. But if you want to get the whole thing wrong, you have to really try hard. I said, what, what, are, you, what, what are you saying? What's your point? And he said, well, look at the economy. Look at everything that Joe Biden and the Biden regime have done. Every single thing they've done with the economy has been wrong. It has been intentional. It has to be. This isn't incompetence. This is a, a, an attempt to derail capitalism. Of course, as a gold guy, <laughs> ourgoldguy.com, Ira knows what he's talking about, and he's been watching it very closely. And if you are smart and you have wealth that you want to protect, retirement, whatever, I would definitely go to ourgoldguy.com and, and give Ira a shot at your business. But with that said, I'm not here to, to talk about gold. I'm here to talk about the election. They have and continue to do everything in their power to cover it up. We're talking, this has been well over a year, year and a half now, and yet they're still pushing. The latest victims were Jenna Ellis, Esquire, <laughs> as well as Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is uh, the Trump-backed gubernatorial candidate. I've interviewed her. She's fantastic. I mean, I, I've said many times that I believe she is the prototype for what we need as an America First patriotic candidate for office. She's running a flawless campaign. She is fearless, and she, she won't back down to anybody. Okay, she, I, she'll, she, They've tried. They've gone after her hard. Okay, It's funny. I think they're actually going to stop because every time they try to take her down, they end up just making themselves look like partisan fools, which they are, and they make her look even better. And so I suspect we're probably going to see less and less of her on corporate media, and we're just going to have to turn to, to conservative media, such as Jenna Ellis's podcast. So she interviewed Carrie Lake, and that interview was a very, it was an exceptional one, okay? But they did talk about voter fraud, and as a result of talking about the stolen 2020 election, the big tech tyrants over at YouTube, Google-owned YouTube, Alphabet-owned Google, these, this huge corporation that controls so many perspectives in the world today. They decided, you know what? We, we still, I know it's been a long time. I know that the chances of, of ever correcting the 2020 election are pretty much nil, but we're still going to, we're going to cut this off. They censored it. They took it down because that's what they do. They're tyrants. As I said, they don't believe in fair play. They believe in censorship. They do not believe in free speech. They believe in controlled speech. They used to say their motto, their company motto used to be, uh, do, uh, don't be evil. And they changed that. <laughs> it's funny. At least they're honest about that. You know, okay, so we are going to be uh, evil. So let's go ahead and take that motto down so that... Uh, so that nobody calls us liars, because yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna flat out be evil, and they've been evil again for the sake of censorship. I'm going to link if you're listening to this live, or I'm sorry, if you're listening to the podcast. Look down in the show notes if you're seeing this over at thelibertydaily.com or noqreport.com. I have it at jdrucker.com, America First. I'm sorry, jdrucker.substack.com. We're gonna post it in a lot of places because I think this needs to be out there. Not me. I, I'm you know, great. I appreciate you guys listening to me, but I wanted to do the show so that I could pull people in and have you watch the video that Google doesn't want you to watch. Okay. It's available right now, 
right now on Rumble. Rumble is a much freer speech alternative to Google or to YouTube. I don't even use YouTube anymore unless I absolutely have to. My channels on YouTube have all been canceled. I think I've got one one channel that's still up. That I post to occasionally, but I think it's got the only reason it's still up is because it's only got like 160 subscribers. So, um, and you might ask, well, if you hate YouTube, why do you put it up there? Well, because unfortunately. YouTube, being owned by Google, has the lion's share of searches. You can have videos. I have videos with 500,000 views. I have videos with a million views on Rumble. And yet, you do a search for them by name on Google, which you shouldn't be using Google in the first place. But people that do use Google, they try to search for it. They can't find it. If you want to be found, you have to go through the uh, through the you know cronyism of of YouTube. So that is an unfortunate reality. You know what? And as a matter of fact, I think I'm just going to delete my YouTube channel altogether because I already feel kind of dirty and hypocritical ripping on them all day and then still having a channel. So yeah, I'll probably do that. But anyway, you can't go to Jenna Ellis's channel and find the video because they took it down. Why? Because they were talking about voter fraud. And lest lest we forget, you know, a lot of times we we don't even have to talk about you know, odd conspiracy theories, which are probably true, about like Dominion voting systems getting involved or the Chinese Communist Party getting involved. You could talk about about demonstrable, unambiguous, undeniable facts. And if you mention voter fraud at all during the 2020 election, you're still going to get censored. They don't want anything out there. It's not about, you know, covering up misinformation. This is about covering up the truth. It's about covering up the truth, folks. And that alone, like I said, with all the evidence that I've seen, the one thing that compels me to believe with a certainty that that the, the election was stolen is the fact that they are trying so damn hard to cover it up, and they still they're still doing it today. I don't think that they, they. I think they truly believe, for example, that flat Earth is a false theory. You know, why do they keep that up there? That can, in many ways, be more dangerous than believe in voter fraud. People who believe in flat Earth theory. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm sure there's some way that that's dangerous, right? I mean, maybe not. I don't care. I mean, hey, if people want to believe that, they can believe what they want, right? I take it from a biblical perspective, so so I don't buy it. But hey, if they want to do it, that's, that's up to them. This is a free country, at least it used to be. But the fact that they won't take down flat earth videos, they won't take down videos that claim that Paul McCartney was killed in the 1960s and replaced by a doppelganger so that the Beatles can continue to print money for their their producers you know they'll they'll leave those videos up but they won't let you talk factually about voter fraud and it's not like these are fringe people out here Jenna Ellis Jenna Ellis has has been before the Supreme Court Jenna Ellis has has uh, she's had clients including a president <laughs> you know Donald Trump including a very well-respected pastor, okay, John MacArthur. You know, she is not a, a fringe conspiracy theorist whack job like me. <laughs> she's, she's legit. Carrie Lake, Carrie Lake has been on television more than, than most people, okay? She is a, a viable candidate for major office. The, the, the state of Arizona's governor, next governor, is going to be Carrie Lake. I, I would bank on that. Yeah, I'm going to pray on it, but I'm also going to bank on it because that's what should be. And yet Google chooses them to censor. Why? Again, I know I'm repeating myself, but I have to hammer this point home. It's because they know it's true. They know that there was massive, widespread voter fraud during the 2020 election. And I would contend, without hoping, hoping to not get into too much trouble for saying this, it is my humble opinion 
not based upon facts that I've seen, but based upon what I think is probably the most likely scenario is that Google and Facebook and Twitter and all of them, all the big tech, big tech uh, tyrants, they were at least partially involved in the theft of the 2020 election. I'm not saying everybody that works at Google is aware. It's probably a handful of, if even that, maybe there's only one or two, but there was enough. And this is how these folks operate. They don't have to, they don't have to have control over everybody that's involved. They just have to have control over the managers, whether it's, in some cases it's middle managers. Okay, I'm a firm believer that where, where did the, the voter fraud that, okay, so now I'm going to get too much into conspiracy theories. I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> Before I do get myself into trouble, I will say this, though. I do believe that Google was involved. Google as a company and um, YouTube as, as their video proxy. They are and were involved in the 2020 election. That's one of the reasons why they are so adamant about covering it up. And you see this across the board. It's not just with big tech. It's not just with corporate media. If you see a politician, especially a Republican politician, who's adamantly opposed to looking at the evidence that the 2020 election was stolen, I would say that there's at least a good chance, if not a great chance, that that person was compromised in some way. Did they participate? Maybe. Did they look the other way when told to? Maybe. Maybe they were cheering it on. Maybe they didn't have to be convinced. Maybe they just saw it and thought, hmm, well, I really don't like mean tweets. You know, I think the GOP is better if the uh, if the milk toast rhino establishment is in control. So we, yeah, maybe we should get rid of, of, hey, after all, Joe Biden's just a moderate, you know? He won't do anything crazy like cut off the Keystone pop li- Pipeline or, or pull us out of Afghanistan without having an actual plan or, you know, get us involved in this pandemic treaty. He wouldn't do anything like that. I wonder how many Republicans out there bought into the notion that Joe Biden was a moderate and they're thinking to themselves right now, wow, I was wrong. There's probably not many of them, not because there weren't many that thought that originally, but because people, generally speaking, have a hard time admitting when they're wrong. There's a line in Dirty Dancing that's always stuck with me. It's funny, I've mentioned this now twice in two different shows. There's a line in Dirty Dancing that always stuck with me when uh, Jerry Orbach's character went up to Patrick Swayze's character and he said, I, I know you weren't the one that got Penny in trouble. You know, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Look, I was a kid when that came out. And I will admit that that has helped to, to uh, adjust my worldview to some extent. I know, a line from Dirty Dancing. I didn't even like the movie. But it's my wife's favorite movie. She loved it. But when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. And if I am ever proven wrong about voter fraud, I will be the first person to come out and say, hey, you know what? I was wrong. Joe Biden won fair and square. There really are 81 million idiots in, in America today that thought that Joe Biden was going to somehow do, do the right thing instead of being the, the corrupt puppet that he is, that we're all seeing he is today. No, these folks, a lot of them, that were rooting for Biden, whether maybe they voted for Biden, maybe they helped Biden, these Republican folks that did this, I don't think that they would ever openly acknowledge that they regret their decision, whether they were involved in the, in the theft or maybe they were just, just uh, looking away at the right moment or cheering it on, whatever it was their involvement in it. I don't think very many of them regret it, at least not outwardly. Maybe deep down, it's gnawing at their conscience. The reason being, again, is that people don't like to acknowledge when they're wrong. They want to be right. I don't want to be right. I Seriously, I'm not kidding when I say I hope that I'm wrong about voter fraud because that would mean that our Constitution was successfully attacked in the greatest crime in American history. Okay, The greatest crime. If you look at the end result of this, if you look what happens with Joe Biden installed into the White House, 
Do you look forward? Even Heck, you don't have to look forward. Look at today. Okay? Look at what's happening today. You tell me that this is not the greatest crime in American history if it was indeed stolen. So no, I'm not cheering for there to have been enough voter fraud to, to change the election. I hope that Joe Biden is in there fair and square, not because that's I want him in there by any means, but because the implication here is that if it was stolen, then our Constitution has been irrevocably attacked. There's no way that we can go back from this. We can't fix it. We have to pray. That's what we're left with. We have to fight. I'm not saying we should give up and say, oh, it's time to time to move to Canada, now that they have it any better than we do. No, I'm saying we do have to continue to fight, but I want it very clear. I hope there was no voter fraud. I just, I look at the evidence, I look at the facts, and I look at the way that they're censoring people like Jenna Ellison and Carrie Lake, and I realize, yes, it was stolen. Lord willing, I will be back very soon with another episode. But in the meantime, you all stay strong, stay safe, and God bless.